Hi, I'm Jamie. And I'm Dale. We're sisters and best friends, and this is Proof It's Possible. Jamie and I are complete opposites, but somehow through every stage of life, we stay on the same team. We're kicking the door wide open and sharing our morning coffee chats with you. Join us as we chat about everything from chasing our dreams to entrepreneurship to family, friendship, and what other craziness we have going on that week. Welcome back to Proof It's Possible. Thank you for joining us. Today, we are going to tackle the topic of quitting. Quitting. Oh my gosh. Have you ever had something that you started or I mean, even more like you've fully jumped into and then felt like you wanted to quit? And if so, what is it? I'll start. It was my book around about the one month marker. Yes. I tried to find a ghostwriter and yes. nobody and I had to talk you off the ledge mm-hmm. and tell you to stop it, that you're mm-hmm. very capable of writing a book. Mm-hmm. But honestly, the self-doubt when you write a book, woo, like nothing you've ever experienced. The imposter syndrome, the self-doubt, the like yeah. vulnerability hangover, all of it. It's just like this perfect storm where you are like, yeah, what a stupid idea I had. That was terrible. I should have probably never done that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I didn't want to fully quit my book like you. Like you went off the ledge almost on that. Oh, yeah. No, I went deep. Like you had quit. If I wasn't, good thing we were being accountability partners. Like that was our whole point in doing it at the same time was to hold each other accountable to finishing. But you were done, done. And like, you're like, I'll just have someone else write it. I'm like, yeah, but how do you articulate your deepest, but then, hardest you know, moments? Then I carried on. So I, then I ended up writing it and just yeah. like getting over that hump. Because I forced <laughs> and you. And I get to editing. I get to editing and she like gives me a few suggestions, the editor. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm just going to throw this out. I'm not going to actually oh, yeah. ever publish this. Like For crazy. Sure. For sure. I, but uh, when I read my book uh, back, I was like, well, where's the garbage can? Because I don't like anything I wrote. And... Once the like editor looked at it, she didn't change that much. And I was like, what do you mean? Don't you think it's pretty much garbage too? And so when she didn't think it was total garbage, I was like, okay, maybe I should look at it with different eyes. Like it's not so bad maybe. And it was fine. So. Oh yeah. My editor is basically my therapist now. She was like, that poor girl didn't know what she was getting into. She She did not charge enough. She didn't charge enough for what she didn't know what was coming her way. Like the emotional baggage that I was carrying yeah no kidding and having to get talked off the ledge every single encounter we had absolutely for sure I know quitting such an interesting thing because like I'm somebody that I do what I say I'm going to do it's like one of my core beliefs about myself and I you know I stand behind that so much in so many areas of my life but when I feel like I'm at a dead end with something and I'm it's just time and I know there's times to quit like I'm the first person to say, like, I actually believe in divorce. Like for people that aren't happy together, I don't think you stay together. Like, and I don't look at it as quitting. I look at it as like making the right decision for your family. I think that if you have a business that's draining money out of your personal accounts, just to run it and you've tried everything and you've done all the things. And, you know, I actually think there's a time and a place that failure sometimes hits us and we're all totally susceptible to it. But I hate quitting anything that I've put my mind to. Like it is truly, but those times in your life when you have like a business idea that like 
you know, for me, like for instance, I used to do a little bit of social media for different companies and things like that. And like, I enjoyed it a little bit. I loved my clients. I loved telling like their brand stories. I liked making content, but ultimately I had to quit it so that I was able to open up capacity for the things in my life and my business that made me a little bit more money. And I did enjoy a little bit more. And so it was a tough one because I'm like, I felt like I was letting myself down. I was letting my clients down. I enjoyed making the content. So it wasn't like this treacherous job or wasn't terrible. I love branding. Like I love, you know, finding people's brand and doing all their messaging around it. And so it was super hard. Like I, I, I felt like you're just quitting. Like, I don't know. I, it was such a negative attachment that I have to it. I felt disappointed, I guess, in myself, you know? But like, why? Because you know. wanted to like free up some time? Does time like to do something else? Like, I don't know. I think it might be partially people pleasing because I, I didn't want my clients to like get left high and dry without, but there's so many people that do a good job and a better job than me. Like uh, people that are like great at making video, great at making, and they all found somebody to do it. And they're doing a great job too. So it's not like, and like has anyone possible. ever like quit you? Like been like, Hey, I can't do this for you anymore. Like, you know, there's people yes. as a business owner, there's like, we've had plenty of staff be like, yeah, I know I got a better paying job or I I'm moving yeah, away. Whatever. I don't want to work for you anymore. And I never was like, wow, what a personal attack. You're a piece of shit. Now look at us. <laughs> yeah. You're what like, how we replace you? You loser. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like I'm like, yeah, like no, happy for them to get their dream job or move to their for next sure. thing or whatever. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And not one person negatively reacted. Like it was all made up. I made it up, but it's just funny how like quitting something can be a million things. I mean, you can like, you could probably say you're quitting being a mom if you got the choice this week, because it's almost, it's back to school time. And we're one week out and we're ready. I mean, we're ready. you know, I wish I knew the hours and the minutes, but yeah, no, there's a bunch of times this summer where I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to quit this momming job because this is really hard and the pay is terrible. So yes, like it's, there's so many things that I've tried to quit though, but I also have that negative connotation towards like quitting where I don't it doesn't feel good. Like uh, I'd rather stick it out and be miserable. Like I can think of all of the jobs I had before this that I'm like, I despised, I despised that job with every really? fiber of my being. And then I would still go to work every single day and like do a really great job. Cause I was like, yeah, but quitting's not an option, but like, why not? Right. Why, why isn't it an option? Totally. Crazy. Because the fear, your fear is that you won't find anything else, right? Like our yeah. fear is that it, you'd rather stay in the comfort of the devil, you know, I guess. Yeah, it's totally the, the devil. The it's totally the devil, you know. Yeah. And it, change is hard. I mean, I've talked about this in other things like change is hard. That's the facts. I, there's no other way to put a label on it. It doesn't come easy to most people. Ray and I were just having this conversation though. And I was like, man, do I hate change? Like, I just hate it so much. It's so, it doesn't feel good to me. And he's like, I don't mind change. Yeah. Oh, some people are totally fine with it and they, they can handle it. They don't, you know, it, it's, and I wonder what like got him to that or what, you know, I don't know. But he, he said like his, was, oh, his sorry, whole life, he, he was like, okay to, you know, like at 16 to move away to play hockey. And right. then he moved 
away from his family, like to Calgary. And then he, yeah. he was okay to move to Kelowna. Like there was no, there was no kind of like grieving process of like, but our life back at our old city where we had all of our babies and the house that we had and you know, all of that, he was like, who cares? I don't care. No, and he got to Kelowna and just like made new friends, made a new community. He knows totally. everybody. It's great. He loves it. You know, and like, what a good way to be like, that's so good. Whereas you're like still, <laughs> it's so Good. Good. Great. Great. I can't even imagine. It. Honestly, <laughs> the reason I'm saying it like that is because I'm like, it must be nice. Like, I, I hate the saying, like, that would be really nice, though, wouldn't it? To just be like, you know what? I'm capable of making a great life anywhere at any job. I'm willing to make the move at any time. Like, what a great life skill that would be if you just, it came naturally to you. Totally. Like, like if you were willing to, like, quit any job that didn't make you happy. You were willing to like yeah. move out of any house if it like w- was advantageous for you. Like if you could make a quick hundred oh. grand or something by moving houses, you could do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I've moved into this house and you will have to bury me here because I- well, That's how I- I don't even love my house, but I'm just saying that I have no chill around any of it. Change Same. is terrible. And like a house for me is, is like, once I get it wheelchair accessible, I'm like, well, we're one in the same now. If I move, I die. So that's, that's how that looks. And I'm not willing to even consider it. I, and I say this all the time to Darren. I'm like, imagine we were those like cool people that are like, oh, our house is more, you know, a few, a hundred grand more or 50 grand more, or 200 grand more. And we could like make money on it because the market's hot and just be renters or something until the market falls. And like, we were so chill that we didn't care that we, that we were like, our stuff was in storage. Like, I'm not chill. I'm not chill. I'm not chill. I don't know how else to say it. I, I want. You are not chill. No, I'm not. And as much as I like use my, I call, I say this in my book, as much as I use my wheelchair as like the reason and the wheelchair accessibility is the reason take it away. And I promise you, I'm still the same person. I would still be wanting like, and you're, you always say for you, it's like, well, I'm a family of five. It's not that easy to find another house. You know, it was hard to find that no. house. So as if you're going to go down that road again, like no way, no way. But it's like, if you were that person, you'd be like, who cares? We can, we've moved before. We'll move again. Like it's not the end of the world. No, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be chill like that. I know. <laughs> it's not. Imagine. You don't never sure. me. Is there anything else you felt like you had to quit or you wanted to quit, but did like chose not to, and it worked out for you or. Oh God. My first boyfriend. God, I should have quit him long before. I long. That's everyone's first boyfriend. Unless they. No, the one no, no, no. Mine was exceptionally bad. Yours was, but. Like exceptionally bad, but I just okay. think that there's so many things that people don't quit that they should quit. And the rest of the world can see that they should quit it. Like mm-hmm. whether it's a relationship, a job, a business, a yes. pattern that they're in a business that they started or that they need to like pivot in, but they are just like holding true to whatever they initially started. Like, I just think that it's so, there's so many times in life when we feel like we shouldn't quit. Cause it would be like giving up, but, in reality, there's times when you need to quit so that you can free up time. Like you said, you can yeah. free up resources. You can free up like your mental health. Like totally. if something is killing you mentally, like you wake up and dread the day, then you probably need to quit it. Whatever that exactly. is. Like 
Yeah, I agree. And honestly, like, I think most people have a negative connotation to quitting, but like, I will say, I wouldn't have been able to write a book. I wouldn't have a podcast right now if I hadn't freed up that time. Like I had to drop something to, there's only so many hours in the day to do the things I want to do. And as much as I liked the job, it wasn't a bad job. It paid fine. Like, you know, it didn't, it didn't wrong me in any way. I needed to cut something just to be sitting here with you, having this conversation, doing all the fun things we've been getting to do because we have a podcast, you know, like the extra time with you. you There's something about like the hustle culture. Like Mm -hmm. for me, I keep getting these like opportunities to bid jobs and I'm like, I'm not even going to bid that because I don't have the time and energy for it. And in one of my businesses and one of my consulting businesses, and, and then I have this guilt, like, well, shouldn't you be like making hay while the sun shines? Like if, if somebody wants to give you the opportunity to bid the job, then you, the very least you can do is bid the job. But then I'm like, and I feel a bit like a quitter by not even bidding it, but I'm like, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy for it. It's in a business that I have. I'm not, it's not my, it's season. Like I am not giving it the time and the energy right now. And I've committed right. to that so that I can grow other businesses of mine. But it's this hustle culture that like, if you're not making money or you're not, if something isn't giving you that instant hit of like gratification or money or mm-hmm. something that you're, you're somehow like failing yourself. I don't know. Well, and we've, we're coming out of like a fairly long recession. Fairly long. It's been like my whole adult the area we live in. Exactly. So there's also the PTSD that like, it might not come back. If there's good things happening now, you have to take every single one, even if it kills you and saying Mm -hmm. no is quitting. Like saying I, I cannot. And this has happened to me a couple of times where I've had to say to either an interior design client or website design client that I just don't have time for the projects and it hurts my heart. I don't love it. I don't feel good about it. Like I, I want to take them all because I, A, I want to work with everybody and I like that, but sometimes you have to say no and saying no to me feels like quitting feels like not showing up for my clients showing up for myself you know like saying no is hard and I think that's a woman thing a little bit when I meet somebody that's good at saying no I literally am like you go girl or like that's amazing good for you because it's such a skill it is such a skill know when it's a no you know, like know when it doesn't align, you don't like it. You don't think it's the right move for you and to do it and just, and to be unapologetic in it, like, mm-hmm. and not be like, well, no. And here's the reason, the 17 so reasons why, yeah. and I'm so sorry. And you have to make up like some convoluted, you know, backstory on why it's not going to work this time, but in that time, exactly. and you know, it's so crazy because there's some people that are like, yeah, no, no, thank you. And you're like, what? That's it? That's all? You're like, you can say that? I said yes. And I wanted to say no, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I know. And like, that's the, yeah, I don't know. Other than your book, has there been anything that you said no to that felt, or that you, you either chose not to quit, but at one point wanted to quit like your book, but carried on with or decided to quit and was the right thing to do. Like, and you're like, thank God we did, I did that. There's quite a few contracts that I have terminated because I'm like, this is not 
working for me in my business. Yeah. The other thing is, is that starting a new business can feel like a too big of a like mountain to climb. So in my latest business, as I'm trying to like get all of the systems in place and try to like kind of find my footing when I was like, you know, I have to build a website and I have to get a freebie and I have to start posting on social media and I have to do this and I have to do that. I was like, yeah, you know what? That's it. This, this hill is, this mountain is too big for me. I'm going to quit and I'm not capable of this. And, and obviously I didn't quit, but, um, I think that that is the biggest holdup is that people feel like the mountain is too big to climb when starting a new business. And so they just don't even try or they get partway up and then they're like, I can't carry on. But that's why you need to like hire it out, ask for help, you know, don't try to like, you know, bootstraps stuff that you are absolutely not capable of doing. Like, well, I, when I didn't have a bookkeeper and I was trying to make you work for me for free for all those years. I'm very sorry. I just want to tell you about that. But it was the wrong thing to do for my business, for my success, everything. Not because you didn't do a good job, but because you had 19 other jobs to do. And so I wasn't paying you properly. So it wasn't the priority. Like you, you didn't have time for it. And it basically meant that I never got my numbers mm -hmm. until like the end of the year when I'm like, oh, I should do all my expense reports now. And I would do them like months and months later, you know, and now I'm on like this nice system where by the end of every month, I know that they're waiting for it. So that I send it over and like, it's been lots of years now, but I honestly, at the end of every single year, when I had to start doing my taxes, my business taxes, I wanted to quit all I I'm the biggest advocate for entrepreneurship until tax season. But now I've got systems in place where the taxes are just done. Like, and it's not that I didn't have an accountant. I always had an accountant, but you still have monthly bookkeeping to do that mm -hmm. makes the accountant email at the end at tax season so much better. And what I would do to just start from the very first moment and that's going to be our next podcast or that should be a topic is like mistakes ever. you've made in like, business. If I didn't know that trauma, because there are many. Yes, totally. There are. And honestly, praise Jesus, Christine at strategic and Alyssa business solutions. You're my savior. We're, we're getting all religious. religious. Yeah, not religious, by the way, guys, I just went there for that reason. Cause I'm that I'm that it like thankful. Like it turned her to God so. <laughs> just for a moment, but here we are. So anyways, yeah, quitting is such a, it's such a like polarizing topic too, because sometimes I feel like other people almost like get emotional about you quitting something. If it's like, you know, or they might want you to quit something and you're not ready or you're, you don't see it as the problem or whatever. And it can like be a wedge between loved ones and like if they're on the wrong path and everyone around them can see it or if you think you're on the right path and other people don't understand it like they're like what are you doing and I mean I feel like I'm the culture culprit of this because I've always got a new idea and I'm like yeah but I'm gonna make this one amazing and the thing for me is like I do what I say I'm gonna do so I often I've learned that stop talking about my ideas if I don't think somebody is going to understand them and just do them, just go ahead and do them. Like it, mm -hmm. it's not someone else's dream. It's yours. So you don't have to talk other people into liking it. You just have totally. to chase it yourself. 
and be confident in your reasons for doing it and do it. Just do it. Oh, so. a thousand percent. And also you have to like develop a bit of a thick skin because people are going to be judgy because they're not because they necessarily like don't want you to succeed, but because no. they're nervous for you. Right. I can't tell you how many people have said like, do you think this is the right idea? Like your new business is kind of vulnerable and it's kind of crazy. And you know, like what is your husband? Even your book. At? I feel like your oh, book is getting a on that. Yeah. Oh yes. But like also that tells me that you are on, like definitely don't quit. You are on the right path because your book is like, I genuinely believe that your book's like an important book in the world that does not exist in any capacity. And your book is a need, not a want for a lot of people. I think a lot of people need to hear your story. It's critical for their life. Like I, I'm serious about that. I think it is like, just like in a past episode or another episode that we taped, we talked about how I seem like I'm like, cause you're more shy. I seem like I'm a friendlier person at the beginning, but you're actually a better friend. Like mm -hmm. you do kind, wonderful things for people. It's just always behind the scenes and it's never in the spotlight. Whereas I'm more friendly, but like, forget your birthday, you know, like it, it's, it's just a weird thing. But I think that like people would look at us and be like, oh yeah, the girl in the wheelchair is really inspirational, but I actually think your book is more inspirational than mine. I really do. Like, I think that your book. Yeah, but I think that's the eye of the beholder. There's going to be a lot of people that pick it up and can't relate to it. So they're, they're you know, maybe. And then there's going to be people that relate more to your story. I think they're maybe. both inspirational. One's not more than the other. We're in a competition. This is life. <laughs> We're sisters. So that's how we do it. So the next episode, you'll be getting the count on how many books we've each sold. So yeah, exactly. We're going to just winning. check our Instagram every day and we'll tell you who's, who's winning, who's winning, who's winning life by, yeah, just posting our, our wins. Just kidding. We're best friends. We would never do that. We don't care. We both, we want each other both to succeed. And we want you guys to succeed too. So yes, now do. what we want is to know what have you wanted to quit? What have you quit? Was it good? Was it bad? Do you miss something that you quit and think, oh, I shouldn't have done that? Do you? Yes, I quit hot yoga. I should have should have not done that. Yeah, but you hate working out. Like, honestly, does anyone I hate working out? I hot yoga, though. Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, then why'd you quit? I moved away. And then I feel like it's kind of like your favorite Vietnamese restaurant. You can you just you don't can't get love, the same vibes You back. don't love your next one quite as much. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe that. Like, I think that here we are. Don't like change back full circle. Let's, let's full circle, full circle back to the beginning of the episode where we talked about change and, or was that another episode? I don't know. But anyway, okay. We want to hear from you guys. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye guys. We are so grateful you're here. It would mean the world to us if you'll subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel and leave us a review. If you want to hear more from us, go to proofitspossible.com to join our mailing list and find our social links so you don't miss a thing. Thanks and chat next time.